0: Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now.
2: Good afternoon everyone and welcome to today's edition of Calvary Live. So glad that you've chosen to join us on this fine station. Calvary Live is now carried by three different radio networks. Of course it originates here at Grace FM. Uh, We welcome everyone from the East Coast that's listening in on Hope FM and just yesterday, we have all of you on Truth FM throughout North Carolina, Tennessee, and Kentucky that have joined us. So welcome, welcome, welcome. We This is the show that we take your calls, and we pray together, and we talk about the things of the Lord together, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. It's not a show where we argue. It's not a show where we argue over theology or it's not that way. There are other shows out there, other people that want to make a point and somehow express uh, their intelligence or whatever it might be. But that's not here. We're we're, we're pastors, and we want to minister to you pastorally. Uh, we want to look at some Bible questions. You know, we we may find out in our answers that we don't agree. That's okay. That's perfectly fine as we're developing you know our our theology as we're talking through it and opening the Bible together. But we're not going to argue. Uh, we're not going to give you the platform of, of being on this station and addressing everyone. We're going to talk about the things of the Lord together, Iron Sharpening Hour. We're going to express love together, agape. Uh, we're going to enjoy the grace of God, the mercy of God. And, and again, if you're since you're brand new, some of you are listening to this for the very first time. In the early part of the show is when the lines are usually open the most. So grab an open line right now, 303 three thousand three oh three six nine zero three thousand i gotta I gotta share a testimony uh that we had we had a testimony night last night uh we take we we take time out on our midweek Bible study from time to time and uh, and open it up for people to share testimony and and you know it's always a bummer because uh, there are people at, at every time we do this there are there are people that aren't able to share and and we had a ton of people that weren't able to share last night and if you guys are if that was you. Uh, just keep trying, okay, and make sure that you're that you're telling uh, folks to uh, that you're telling folks your testimony. It doesn't just have to be at the church, uh, and and so uh, last night one of the brothers came up, and you guys in Colorado will really appreciate this, uh, and it'll apply in other contexts as well. But he he works in he was working in Colorado Springs driving down there to work from Aurora and coming up for you guys that aren't in California, Colorado, that's about an hour drive on a main highway, uh, a little over an hour. And, and so he's driving back and forth to work and down at the place where he has back in the play down in the place where he's working, there is a radio station 89.7 down there that is owned by a college and the they play rock and roll, like old rock and roll. And that was his genre. That's what he liked, An Unbeliever. Uh, just That's how he lived his life. He liked that music. He'd turn it on, and he'd be listening. And as he's coming up north into the Denver area, coming home, uh, 89.7 is our station. It's the main station for Grace FM, and it changes. So the uh, the radio station turns from rock and roll to Bible study. And originally he didn't like that, Want to turn it off, but uh, he... Started listening to Bible study. It was interesting. He started listening to Bible study every day, and before you know it, um, God saved him right in his car. <laughs> and then he came home, told his wife, and his wife was like, "What? What are you gonna do? Are you gonna go to church now?" And he says, "Yeah, I think I am." And 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 he shared how um, he didn't want to come to Calvary Aurora because he didn't like me. Uh, he didn't. He he thought I was uh, too opinionated and political of some sort, and and so he called this station. He's called this show. And we had a little conversation. And, and I said, well, you know, why don't you just come to the church and visit it? And, and if it's not, if you don't like it, it doesn't fit what you're looking for, we'll find you a church in town. Um, it's okay. It doesn't, n- not everyone has to come to our church. I mean, there's a lot of great churches in town and we'll find you one. And, um, and, and so he did come. And now two and a half years later, uh, he is sharing his testimony last night. I thought it was awesome. It was such a great, these stories are amazing. I just loved, loved, loved them. Um, and it's always good to hear the work of God through the mouths of his people because uh, in revelation chapter 12 it says they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony 303 6903000 3036903000 we're going to go right to the phone lines they're full line 1 is adrian adrian welcome to the program
3: hey good afternoon brother how you doing
2: i'm good how are you
4: not great to be honest with you I'm. I'm i called to see if you could pray for me and my family i'm really going through some personal issues and right now as we speak like i'm dealing with anger i'm just really angry at a situation i'm going through and it's kind of okay. frustrating because i feel powerless about it and and i just decided to call because i know you guys pray and um i will just call for that brother so if you can just please pray for me
3: and so the Lord could guide me and give me wisdom and His grace to to deal
4: with the situation I'm dealing with because it's it's really stressing me out and it's bringing me down really bad and I don't want to hurt anybody in the process and I just I just need prayer, brother. If you could please pray for me and
3: anybody out there hearing me, if they could pray for my family, also, I would really appreciate that because I really need it right now.
2: Okay, let's do that. Thank you, Father, I pray for my brother Adrian, and just the situation is inflamed. You know, so much anger in him, God, and and we know that your Bible says that we can be angry and not sin, but sometimes this kind of anger leads to sin, Lord. And I just pray you protect my brother, uh, especially as he feels powerless, and just kind of throws his hands up in the air and doesn't know what to do. and And I pray specifically, God, against the temptation to try to fix it you know, to try to jump in and take control of it and, you know, maybe raise his voice or, or you know, yell or, you know, any other way that he would jump in and try to take away, God, this situation from just trusting you. And and so I pray for my brother, I pray for his family, and and I'm thankful, God, that there's an outlet where my brother could call and we could talk about things and just pray together and and i know you have a plan and a purpose that you're working out in his life. Uh, so give him the strength but also the patience. give him patience, god, as he waits out your perfect will being worked out in his life in jesus name. amen.
4: amen. thank you very much right, brother. Bro. i really appreciate you're that. Welcome. thank you, sir.
2: keep us up to date. like, you know, call us in a couple of weeks and tell us how it's going. 303 690 Let's go to line number two is Mike in Boulder. Mike, welcome to the program.
0: Thank you. Pastor, uh, there, there is a an, an appearance of a contradiction. Okay. That, that I'm personally working through, and, um, and, and I really on? think that I'm, I'm on the, the verge of standing right in it,
2: okay. Which pa- which passage of Scripture is it?
0: Absolutely, Romans chapter one. Okay. Colossians chapter one. Okay. And in Romans one, it talks about how, uh, um, well, for the lack of a better word, homosexuality is okay. a result is a result of us worshiping the creature more than the Creator. Okay. And in Colossians chapter one, it talks about how Christ Jesus is the firstborn of all creatures. Okay. Now uh, there, I heard a I heard a a wife saying once.
2: Well, let, let's pause for a second. Let's pause for a second, because the, the, best, the best way to deal with this, Mike, is what scriptures do you think are in conflict? Because what you're describing right now doesn't sound like any kind of conflict at all, so I'm not, I'm not following you.
0: Okay, so, um, well, Jesus Christ is, is likened to the Lamb of God, which is a creature. Jesus Christ in Colossians 1 is being noted as a creature. And in Romans 1, there is a failure on men's part to worship the creature more than the Creator.
2: Yeah, you're connecting. In Romans chapter 1, the creature there is speaking of animals? Literal animals, worshiping not, them, idolatry?
0: Actually, actually
2: not, no. Actually, yes.
0: Exchange the glory of God for the likeness of a corruptible man.
2: They're worshiping animals in idolatry. That's what they're doing in Romans 1. And Jesus is not being referred to in Colossians 1 as a created being or a creature. He's God in human flesh. And so there's really no contradiction uh, in, in what is being said there. So thanks for calling. 303-690-3000 is the number. Let's move on to Bianca. Bianca's calling from Aurora, Colorado. Bianca, welcome to the program.
5: How are you doing, Pastor Ed?
2: Bianca, I'm doing great. You were so brave last night to share part of your testimony with us.
5: Yeah, I really love testimony nights because it really, every single time I have something to share, and I know it's always different because if it was the same thing, then I probably wouldn't share at all. Right, that's true. But I just have a word of encouragement, and this kind of relates to the testimony I shared last night about how the Lord doesn't always answer prayers the way we want them to, and I specifically want to Focus on the no answers like it was for me for that occasion because I believe that when the Lord says no to something we've been praying about, He has a purpose behind it, and a lot of times we don't realize it, and so. If any of you have been praying about something lately and maybe you've been having a closed door or whatever the situation may be, maybe the marriage just didn't work out and you just had to divorce, even though, of course, the Bible doesn't. God says he doesn't like divorce, but I know it happens, but whatever situation it may be, just keep seeking the Lord and don't get angry at him because of what's what's been happening to you, because I know we can all tend to do that, and, and I know the Lord doesn't want us to get away from him, and so he does allow certain situations because he wants us to know that he's God and we're not, and and like I shared in my testimony last night, the Lord knows what he's doing, and he doesn't need anyone to tell him what to do, and And so I just encourage any of you out there to just keep seeking him.
2: That's a great word. Thanks, Bianca.
5: All right. Have a good rest of the show. Bye.
2: Okay. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000. We want to welcome everyone that's listening on Hope FM. You guys have been with us for a while. And brand new station to our lineup now is Truth FM, Covering Kentucky, Tennessee, and North carolina i believe and and so we're great we're we're grateful that you've joined us uh we're grateful that you have uh come on board and and just what God wants to do in your life and and if you're if you're new to Calvary Live in any way uh this is um, this is a great uh program where we get to talk about the things of the Lord today and you know as I said earlier we're not going to argue. We're not going to go into. To, we're not going to delve into things that uh, are confusing or even unbiblical. We're just not going there. Uh, so let's just keep our eyes on the Lord and and enjoy the show together, talking about the things of the Lord, praying for one another, being encouraged. Like we're going to pick up this next line, Michael. Michael's calling from Fort Lupton, Colorado. Um, Michael, welcome to the program. Uh,
6: thank you, sir.
2: <clears throat> You're welcome. Just moved from Tennessee, huh?
6: Yes, sir. just moved from Memphis, Tennessee, a little while back here. Uh, Welcome. And uh, came up here, and, and the Lord has been so good to me. I just want you to pray for me. And okay. Just, uh, you know, just, just let me stay focused. I don't have any flaws or anything like that. Uh, I've right. just been blessed, and I'm so happy with Christ in my life. You know what I'm saying? And, I do. Um, I just want you to pray for me and uh, that I continue to be strong, continue to grow. And, uh, and stay focused. I mean, I know I am because I believe and I love the Lord. So, And I know that uh, I wouldn't be here today and um, and have all the things that I have, well, for his good grace and his mercy. And he wakes me up every day, and I thank him for that. And I just want you to pray for me and uh, that I continue to grow and continue to be strong.
2: Let's do that. God, we just pray for our new friend Michael and welcome him uh, to the state of Colorado from Tennessee and and just a testimony, God, of of how faithful you've been in his life, how things are going just um, in a in a wonderful way. Uh, things, things are lining up for him, and I pray that you would encourage him, God, that you'd continue to use him, use this time in his life to be an encouragement to others. Uh, that that you give him a, a real sensitivity <clears throat> to the um, to those that are around him. Um, you know, those that that need an encouraging word. That you'd use that encouragement in Michael's life uh, to be shared with them and. And let him continue to land well here in Colorado, Lord, as he starts a new segment or a new season, a new chapter of his life. In Jesus' name, amen.
6: Amen. Thank you, sir.
2: Hey, thank you. God bless you. Hey, let's move on to Matt, line two. He's calling from Lakewood, Colorado. Matt, welcome to the program.
7: Uh, Thank you, Pastor. I just wanted to call in today. Uh, First off, I want to compliment the last two callers. Uh, I'm just sharing their glory uh, that Christ brings into their lives, and I kind of want to do the same. In a weird moment, Um, I actually lost my job today. Uh, And uh, you know, it's one of those situations where things didn't just work out um, between me and the manager. It is what it is. No hard feelings. Um, But the matter of facts are, was I didn't want to lose my job. Uh, You know, thankfully, I know some people in Colorado. I I too moved here uh, two years ago. Uh, I know some people here, so I can line some things up, and I just want to share my optimism and share, um, you know, how I feel going forward, because I was recently saved about six months ago. Uh, I joined a brotherhood where we meet every Tuesday night and just go through the Bible, and I listen to, uh, the, you know, Faith and Calvary Radio all the time. I actually go to Calvary Lakewood now, and I just want oh, to say how great the Lord has been in my life. Um, and even in times like this, I know this is all part of his plan, and and I'm starting to find that my purpose is just to uh to shine my light and you know be that lighthouse in the in the darkness of others, you know the salt and the light um just because things doesn't work out doesn't mean that things won't work out in the future, so uh, i I always love- prayer, you know to pray for everyone else and a, and a prayer for myself would be great just to stay faithful in the Lord.
2: Hey, thanks so much, man. Let's pray for a new job. Absolutely. Father, we lift up our brother to you, and and we're grateful that even in these circumstances that obviously we we don't want to lose our job, and at the same time, God, we know that, um, and we see it in your word so many times, when when one door is closed, God, there's an open door up ahead, and you're going to lead my brother right where you need him, where you want him, and and maybe there are those that are listening to Matt right now, and and they've lost their job or they've been pounding. I, I lift up my brother warranty right now. I was just thinking of that. Um, lift up my brother Warren to you get has been pounding the pavement for a while and, and hasn't been able to find anything. God, would you just be an encouragement to those that, that are wrestling uh, with this season of their life even though there is some joy and and just just a gloriousness of faith that you're building. So thanks for inspiring, you know, leading Matt to call the show today. In Jesus' name, amen.
7: Thank you, Pastor. I appreciate it. Have a great day. God bless everyone.
2: All right, bye-bye. 303-690-3000, we've got a couple lines open. Grab them when you can. If you want to text me, we have a dedicated line just for texting, 720-336-0897. It works all around the country, and are you guys listening online? Uh, it works anywhere in the country. All right, let's go to New Jersey now. Carlos is calling from New Jersey. Welcome to the program.
3: Oh, hello. How are you doing?
2: I'm good. How are you?
3: I'm doing okay.
2: All right. I What's just up?
3: have yes, I just have a question and a prayer okay. request. Yes, I just wanted to know for how long was Jesus dead? Cuz so my understanding, he died on a Friday and resurrected and resurrected on a, on a on a Sunday, right? Yes. But M- Mark 8 31 I think says that he was dead for 3 days.
2: Yes. So the Jews count a day as any part of a day, uh, and and so when when you're thinking of that, you're counting Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of all three days.
3: Mm, okay. 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 That's yeah. It's a great question. My- it's it's very common, especially
2: around Easter.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I was just reading <laughs> Mark, and I was just I don't know. I don't know. I just had the question. I to yeah, if somebody. you
2: if you email me, I can send you an article on this, and you can go a little bit deeper than um, than just um, just the radio here, and you can kind of wrestle with some of these things.
3: All right, all right.
2: Yeah, email me. It's pastored at calvaryaurora.org dot org. All right,
3: that's easy. All right. Cool.
2: Great question. Ed, What's next?
3: Yes, my prayer request. I would just yes, like you it? to pray for me for um. For my
2: health okay let's do it father I know we're on radio right now and and my brother's in New Jersey and I'm here in Colorado but your word says that uh, those of you that are sick to call upon the elders of the church and to anoint oil with oil and pray for the sick and so just by by symbolism today Lord we anoint our brother with oil and we pray for his health uh, we all we we acknowledge to you, God, that we all have broken bodies, uh, that we all have, you know, some form of sickness or some form of weakness, uh, some some trial or difficulty when it comes to our health. And and our brother is has that right now. And we just pray you would touch him. You're you 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 reveal yourself as Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. And so I pray, God, that you would bring healing and strength to this particular health issue in our friend from New Jersey. In Jesus' name, amen.
3: Amen. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, man. Email me. I'll
2: send you that article. All right. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. We've got Wani calling from Buyers with an update on Ashland. So, Wani, uh, welcome to the program.
1: Thank you so much, Pastor Ed. And I just want to tell you how much I appreciate your your ministry, and I try and catch you every week, even because I live so far out in the corridor that... You know, I watch you online because I'm involved oh, at the church way out here. But thank you so much. But You're welcome. Ashlyn has every step forward. There seems to be a step back. They had to put a pacemaker in. They had to put a portal in her chest for the dialysis. She hasn't walked. She's been semi-paralyzed since the 26th of December when she went into the hospital because of all the instruments and machines that are keeping her alive, She has a breathing tube, she has a feeding tube, she's hooked up, um, she's on dialysis, and they're really praying that the feeding tube and the breathing tube can be taken out so that um, she can be more stabilized and she's, um, you know, she's not fully awake just because of how delicate all the instruments and the machines that are keeping her alive. But um, just continue to pray, thank everyone for praying, and... You know, grandmas are taking care of the other three children because mom's in the hospital every day, and, mm. yeah. you know, people are getting tired, and just that, you know, the family of, of um, their church family would continue to, you know, be there for them. They live way south of me, so. Yes. Um, but anyway, so I just appreciate everybody's prayers, and and uh, that Ashlyn, she's going to have to do physical therapy because she's just two, and so yes. she's probably forgotten how to walk. Mm, yeah.
2: So. Well, I, I'm glad that you mentioned uh, and made the observation how everyone's tired, you know, and fatigued,
0: yeah.
2: um, because you you start out with these types of of crises with with such a, a burst of adrenaline that keeps you going for a while, and and so when I pray right now, I'm just going to pray for the for the decision makers because it's in the fatigue that people start making really bad decisions, you know, they mm-hmm. they themselves are tired and they. They just begin to their mind gets twisted and they begin to make really, really bad decisions. So let's pray. Thank you. Father, we do pray for little Ashlyn and and just continue to bring her strength and God, we, we want that day. We want we want to hear of that day. We were looking forward to that day when we received the phone call that uh, she's home and on the men and recovering and 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 everyone that's around. They're getting tired and fatigued. God, would you be a strength to them? And mm-hmm. that, that during the tiredness and fatigue that they would stick to their guns, You know, their faith would be strong, that they would choose every decision would be toward life, toward rehabilitation, mm-hmm. toward strength, toward uh, hope. Lord, that, that, that whoever might be on the edge of losing hope right now, uh, you, would, you would rekindle it, and you would remind them that, that little baby Ashlyn needs love and she needs support and encouragement and thank you for the church family and and all the way around lord we we just are so used to trials god that come and go and they have a beginning middle and end and and then we then then these these come along that that aren't like that at all and there's a long middle and so i pray for this family uh in this long middle as they wait in jesus name amen
1: thank you pastor ed God bless you. Okay,
2: Wani. Stay strong, please. We'll pray for you. Oh man. I remember the fatigue days when our son was in the hospital and uh tiredness and and how really bad decisions were made. Um and it's you know, they're irreversible and uh long lasting. And so I know there's a lot of people listening and maybe if you're in the hospital right now and, and it's just long and hard and, and, and there's a part of you that, that is tired and, and you're afraid. You know, maybe what, what's going to happen? Am I going to have to take care of this person? You know, like my son, am I going to have to take care of him the rest of our life? Yes. Yeah, actually, yes. Um, that, that is what the Lord wants. Um, and, and so I just, I'm sorry you guys are so tired and, and, and difficult, but the Lord is your strength. The name of the Lord is a strong tower, and those who run into it, they find strength and safety. And those that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength, and they'll mount up with wings of eagles. They they won't be weary and faint-hearted. So I just pray for you guys. Uh, we're coming up on the break and first half of the program. If you're brand new to Calvary Live, you know you just never know the way a show's gonna go. You never know who the Lord's going to prompt to call or to text. And Omar gave us a quick text to say he always appreciates when Bianca calls. So that's a shout-out to you, Bianca. And, uh, you know, we're always encouraged by what the Lord's doing in our lives. So here we are. We're at the halfway point. We'll be right back. My name is Ed Taylor. This is Calvary Live.
0: Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now.
2: Welcome back, everyone, to the second half of Calvary Live. My name is Ed Taylor. I'm the pastor here at Calvary Chapel in Aurora, Colorado. For you guys outside of Colorado, Aurora is a eastern suburb of Denver. We've been here 18 years. I moved out from Southern California where I was saved at a Calvary Chapel in Downey, California. And then we moved out to see if God would use us to plant a church. And we've been loving and serving for 18 years now. And I, I share a little bit of that because we have a brand new station, network of stations on our Calvary Live family that's been added to our Calvary Live family. Truth FM is now carrying our program. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone that's listening on Truth FM. Uh, That includes uh, Kentucky, Tennessee, North Carolina. Adding to uh, our friends with Hope FM, New Jersey, Maryland, and Pennsylvania. And of course, up and down the front range here on Grace FM, from Wyoming to the Pueblo-Colorado border, east and west to the mountains. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, my name is Ed, and we're taking your calls. Lines are full, uh, so let's just jump right to the phone lines here, and we'll go to Baltimore, Maryland. Laura, welcome to the program.
1: Hi, thank you.
2: You're welcome. What's up?
1: Um, calling for prayer, and um okay. said so the Lord would open a new door of employment for me soon, because... Um, kind of really clear
2: I'm I probably
5: shouldn't
2: be where I am. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. You ready to pray now?
5: Yes, please.
2: Lord, you know, you feel the heaviness in my sister, uh, just where she is and what she's dealing with, and, and I just pray, God, that you would open a door for her to move forward and getting another job, another workplace. You... She gets that sense that she doesn't need to be there and you want to move her on. And and so, Lord, you, you that prompting probably came from you. And as it came from you, God, you will lead and guide my sister and open doors for her in, you know, the places of employment where she'll do very well. But more importantly, where she'll be a light uh, and be used by you, God, uh, to, to love people and serve people and, you know, just connect with them. Uh, and be a vessel for the gospel of Jesus Christ wherever you lead her. And so, God, we do pray that you would lead her and guide her in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
1: Thank you. That was beautiful. Thank you.
2: You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. We've got... Robert, on line one, is calling from Elizabeth, Colorado. Robert, welcome to the program. Hey, Pastor, how are you? Good, how are you?
8: I'm doing I'm doing all right, thank you.
2: Okay, what's up?
8: Well, First, uh, your caller that was confused about Christ being a, a creature that was created or, or worshipping idols and finding that as a contradiction... Point out that you know the term "firstborn of creation" is often misused to, uh, I don't know, signify Jesus as something that was created rather than the cultural context of it as as him being the the first son, the heir to everything, and yeah, you know, so he is ruler over all creation
2: essentially. Right. I don't think, uh, as you were listening, I don't think the brother was as much confused as he wanted to pick a fight. Okay. Well, I, I, and you're right. I'm glad you clarified that. You know, in, in Colossians, firstborn, people automatically in the, in the Western context, you know, automatically think of those two words and think born first. Um, mm-hmm. But like you said, the, the, the word really speaks of priority. Uh, it, it really speaks of not the first one to be born, but the air of all things, correct. Yeah, yeah. no, it's good.
8: All right. and is uh, that all you called for? I, I also had a prayer oh. request. I uh, okay, what's up? I've been disabled for some time now. I uh, had an accident that you know almost killed me and put me in the hospital, and it took wow. quite a while to recover. And but my body still is just not cooperating with me enough to go back to what I feel is a normal life, I guess. Okay. I I feel stuck, and I'm really looking for God's guidance on what I'm supposed to do now, because I I was a semester away from graduating. I thought I was uh, doing what God wanted, uh, getting a degree in psychology and and biblical studies. Yes.
2: Now it seems like everything's been taken away, and I don't know where to go again. Father, we lift up our brother Robert to you and, you know, just the tragedy in his life. First, we 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 want to thank you, God, for his life and that he's alive right now. And even being able to to call and communicate and, and explain a, a difficult passage in Colossians as well, Lord, but there's so much more to life that he wants to experience, so much more to life that his body, the shell of his body is limiting him, and we pray, God, that you would help him either with the rehabilitation, you would help him with healing, you would help him with, with the things that you know specifically he needs in order to move forward with some of the desires that you birthed in his heart, Lord. And I pray in particular, he didn't mention it, but I, I pray for his discouragement just when the darkness comes in, God, and, and it just seems like there's no way out. It seems like, you know, that there's just no way this is going to end Uh, And and he's you know, maybe even convinced himself of that Lord that you would infuse hope in him and That you would send people into his life Maybe even ministries or people that have walked the path You know I saw uh, I saw my brother last night in the testimony wheel up in the stage in his wheelchair when his car accident left him a paraplegic and And yet through the through the time God you you have used this. I mean, it's amazing how you've used him and how you've gotten him through the darker times and and how he's lost everything and and so i just pray god that you would uh, encourage my brother and and strengthen him uh as he recovers and and as you do that inside work while we wait for the outside work to be done in jesus name amen thank you hey bro would you like would you like to connect with this brother um like sir sure. i mean I would- like I would, Boy, what I would do is give him your info and ask him to call you. I mean, he's such an encouragement, and he's been in a wheelchair for a long time, but but God has, I mean, he's got. I mean, he would be better to tell you than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, thank okay. you. Okay, so I'm going to ask Trent to put you on hold, get your information, and I'll, I'll forward it out to. Uh, I'll forward it out to my brother. He might even be listening right now, and he'll email me at the same time. But. Um, I know that he, he not only his life circumstance but the gifting that he has will be very encouraging to you
8: does he go to Calvary Aurora
2: by chance? he does yeah he 's there every second service about.
8: He is, he's great.
2: Have you met him yet?
8: I see the one in the uh the the powered the chair that can with the hydraulics Yes, yes, I have met him <laughs> <laughs> he 's always always so
2: upbeat and encouraging and you know and I I I would say this too um, I've been around him when he wasn't so upbeat you know I've been around him in some of the dark days I've been around him when his last wife left him for his neighbor and just abandoned him and and the brother like last night if you go to our website for the testimony last night he of all these years he finally felt led to come up and share and uh, man it was it was very encouraging so I'll still connect you with him, so uh email me and I'll I'll send it to him. Uh for some reason his name's escaping me right now, but I'll get it and we'll we'll take care of it. Okay. Okay, uh, bro. God bless you, man. What's the email address again? Sorry. Okay, bye-bye. okay. bye bye. Bye. Three oh three six nine zero three thousand. Hey Trent, be sure to put him on hold, please, and get his uh info so I could pass it on. Jason's on line one in Brighton, Colorado. Jason, welcome to the program. Oh, I'm sorry we lost Jason. How about Eddie in Inglewood? Eddie, welcome to the program.
9: How you doing, Pastor Ed?
2: I'm good, man. What's up?
9: I got a question. Um, We were doing a little bit of studies earlier, and I forget exactly where we were at because we were jumping around a lot of the Bible uh, but it was talking about the great falling away, and yeah. um, when it comes to the great falling away, the question I have in regards to that, is the great falling away in regards to uh, people of the faith, or just the world in general, and their hearts growing cold and waxing over?
2: Yeah, I think that the context of what Paul was saying in Second Thessalonians uh, chapter 2 is referring to believers, or at least people that pretended to be a believers, you know, so it's going to have some type of connotation of people. And and again, we don't know the hearts of people, so it's probably going to be a mixture. So there's going to be probably, you know, be real believers uh, that turn their hearts away, but there's most of them are going to be fake believers that the shaking of the world will, the shaking of what's going on in the end times and the difficulties will cause them to turn away.
3: Okay, okay.
9: Yeah, that was... Yeah, Mike and I were talking about that a little bit and um
2: I You guys should be working, to... man. Why aren't you working?
9: Uh, no, we were kidding. working. Uh <laughs> just while we drive around, we uh put on Blue Letter Bible and listen to scripture or we uh read scripture.
2: I know, uh, but he's the, the boss. You could do whatever you want with the boss.
9: <laughs> we got to drive from one job to the next. What better time to open up scripture with?
2: It's, a, it's an amazing privilege that you get to talk about the things of the Lord while you're working. It's awesome.
9: It, it is. It, it is, and um, it just kind of came up because I was talking with a, a young kid the other day. I mean, I'm still a young kid, but he's in his early 20s, and um, I was asking him what his thoughts were and, um, about Christ, and he said he was a Christian, but he said he also believed in aliens and uh, doesn't really believe the Bible. We, we just went on a big talk. And that's sure. kind of where, when I saw the falling away, I was wondering if the falling away was just, in general, of watching how many people were deceived. I do talk to a lot of people, and it seems I talk to more people who are confused than I do people who have an understanding of who Jesus is. So I thought maybe the great right. falling away was just um, the human race in itself not wanting God, because I see that more and more. Less people want to have God in their lives, and it's... Um, it's, uh, you know, the, the,
2: essence, the essence of the word is rebellion or an abandonment of the truth. And, and what you're finding more and more as you're on the streets and talking to a variety of people, I, I suggest that they're not as confused as they make it sound, that they're just simply refusing to accept the truth. It's almost like, you're, it's almost like this guy, this last person you talked to, aliens and stuff, like, it's almost like you're getting a taste of what it is, what apostasy looks like where okay. people just don't dwell in reality. They, they don't, but they know reality. They wouldn't be able to come up with their weird ideas unless they rejected what they know to be true. Like, so they, they, they wouldn't come up with a theory. They wouldn't say, you know, like, let's, let's use uh, conspiracy theories, you know, this whole thought of uh, we never went to the moon. We, it was all shot in a, in a movie studio. Well, the the you would never come up with an alternative theory if you weren't trying to deal with the facts of of what you're coming against. Does that make sense?
0: It does. It does actually. And yeah.
2: and so when you're talking to people, when they sound like they're confused, and they're and I, I'm not dismissing that some people are genuinely con- confused and and they're receiving good answers and asking good questions. That definitely happens. But most of the time, these guys that come up with their own deals and their own theologies and their own isms and their own aliens and all that they are doing exactly what Romans 1 says they're suppressing the truth in unrighteousness
9: yes I have witnessed that that's where it is yes definitely because um, as soon as I started reading scripture to the guy which he was open to it but I could tell once I hit a certain part it really hit home and it was just in terms overwhelming truth Um, And it was Mark 13 that I was reading to him on, you know, the world's going to get worse and not better. Stop listening to the lies of people saying the world's going to get better. Jesus said it will not get better. Um, And as soon as I kind of went on to that area, he wanted to hear nothing, nothing else. So uh, maybe we could just pray for him that, you know, uh, maybe the Lord will help open up his heart for him to really see. I gave him a couple of scriptures to read and um i gave him a couple of people like robbie zacharias um good like um when it comes to philosophy and answering tough questions i yes. know robbie zacharias is really good at that and then i sent him to kent Hovine. uh kent Hovine, um like we all have issues he had his issues with tax evasion uh, but, <laughs> i think he but still does <laughs> he, he still does but he does i do like how kent Hovine uses science to um You know, declare that uh, evolution is a false religion and it has confused a lot of people. And um, he tries to, you know, convince people that we did not evolve. God created us. And um, and so I kind of led the guy in that area and, you know, I invited him to church. Um, But maybe we could pray for him. And then with me. Why don't you go for it? And with me and my family, maybe we could also get in some prayer for us. Um, I know my prayer life isn't what it used to be and I could feel it, um, I could feel it just, um, I feel dry, if that makes sense. Um, it does. And um, I noticed my kids have a heart for the Lord, which that's something I pray for. Um, yeah. You know, that was, you know, that's another question I have for you, maybe on a personal time instead of over the line, but, um, you know, I I'm, met I'm your kids, and they seem to have a heart for the Lord, and I do pray for the same for my kids. I mean, we don't know when God's going to return if we're here for another 20 or 30 years. I just—I um I see where the world is going, and I'm very scared, and I want my kids to—you um you know, Proverbs 22 talks about if you teach your children the ways of the Lord while they're young, you know, the Lord's ways will not depart from them, and— um, that that's kind of what i want um i would like i guess because it it scares me i don't know what's going to happen to me i don't know if i'm going to be here in five years ten years and if the kids are left here you know i definitely um i just want as much as the word of the lord as possible to stick into their hearts because it's going to be worse for them than it was for me you know it's it's getting bad
2: well why don't you pray um, for all that why don't you pray
9: all right um our Father in heaven, I'd just like to take this moment and uh thank you for the wonderful amounts of people you have definitely allowed me to meet in my life that uh follow you, Lord. And uh Lord, I just want to pray for uh not only myself but Pastor Ed, that we stay strong in the faith and that we keep you first above all. And um Lord, I just ask that you be with the kids, um, always on their hearts and always on their uh always in their mind, um, that they may not forget you. Uh And, Lord, I just ask that you help me with my prayer life Um, and uh, uh, things going on. And, Lord, I just ask that you help strengthen Mm us uh, to know you better and to have a better relationship with you. That way we do not be deceived by um, the millions of things going on to cause confusion, that we stick to your word and that we trust in you and you alone, Lord, and no one else. Um, And, Lord, I just want to say thank you and I love you for the many blessings I do have, um, even though sometimes... I do get discouraged. reality is I am very blessed. And yes. um, Lord, I just want to thank you for the blessings in which I do have. In Jesus' name mm. I pray. Amen. Amen.
2: Amen. Thanks, Eddie. God bless you, bro.
9: Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Pastor Ed. Bye-bye. Bye.
2: got a text question I think would be relevant for a lot of people. Uh, it's a question on Bible translations. Uh, do I have a recommendation uh, we at Calvary, we use New King James, and one of the reasons I like the New King James is that it uses both sets of manuscripts. It footnotes them, uh, and it's a word-for-word translation. Um, and and so I like that. Um, I like to read the NLT for my devotional readings, and I've been using the NLT a lot. Uh, and uh, the ESV uh, is, is a newer translation that's come out that is also... Uh, a, an attempt to stay accurate uh word for word translation of the Greek uh, and <clears throat> we definitely you know staying away from paraphrases as you say in your text is true you know but paraphrases you know as you're reading them for the sake of receiving maybe a different um a, a different direction you know a different thought or uh, but but remember paraphrases are usually written by one man and that's all they are they're paraphrases but every time your pastor quotes a scripture and quotes it in a way that isn't word for word, it's sort of like a paraphrase too, Uh, and we always got to go back to the word, but I like New King James. I'm used to it. Uh, I use a variety of study Bibles when I'm studying on my computer, Um, but we use the New King James. ESV would be okay using that. Uh, The NIV is more of a paragraph, uh, thought-for-thought translation, and it says you're already using the NIV, but the NIV is really not a word-for-word translation. It's more thought-for-thought. It was translated for readability uh, and flow rather than a word-for-word translation. Uh, and so, uh, you know, when you are looking things up, the words aren't always there uh, because when you see that in the New King James, they put the words in italics. And they're, that's a word that was added in order to help the flow of the English uh, sentence. So... I'd stick with a word-for-word. New American Standard is another word-for-word word translation. Uh, and and I like I said, I love the NLT for my devos. All right, let's move on to Jason. Jason's back on line three from Brighton, Colorado. Jason, welcome to the program.
4: Hey, Pastor Ed, how's it going?
2: It's going well, man.
4: <clears throat> hey, um, I just wanted to thank you and everyone at the radio station for the ministry that you guys have going here and, and your faithfulness to um, keep up with it for everyone out here and wanted to share kind of how that ties into a little bit of my testimony.
2: Okay, go for it. And first of all, you're welcome. And Frank is in the studio and uh, Trent's in the studio. And uh, so thank you guys, too, for making it all work.
4: Awesome. So I'll try and keep this as quick as possible, hopefully. Um, So I was raised in church and um, asked Jesus into my heart when I was pretty young but didn't have a relationship with him. And so about 13 years old or so, I, I started running away from the Lord and um, got into, you know, drinking and drugs and partying and everything for about 15 years, and uh, could tell the consequences of my actions throughout my life, it progressively and progressively worse. Um, you know, it's like getting spanked when I was little and getting grounded to getting arrested and jail time and everything like that, um, and I could feel... Uh, you know God tapping me on the shoulder trying to get my attention and saying you know come back to me I want you back you're going down the wrong road here and I just you know wasn't into uh, you know getting my life right at the time until finally uh, I got a DUI and flipped my car over a wall and my buddy in the passenger seat wasn't wearing a seatbelt and amazingly survived thank God with uh, just a bruised tailbone and um, I lived and. And I was going through the consequences of that and taking a DUI class, and this guy in the class says, oh, well, you know, I listened to this radio station, 89.7, and there's this guy, Ed Taylor, on there, and he teaches the Bible, and it's really great, you should listen to it sometime. So I did, and uh, that was like 2011, maybe, and uh, before you know it, uh, my radio station didn't change off of that, listening to all the different pastors and everything, and, you know, I could tell each each sermon was speaking right to me. You know, I remember the Bible from when I was little and everything, and, and I could tell God's like, you know, look, this is it. This is, you know, kind of your last chance here. And so um, I came down to your church a few times from Brighton, and um, on New Year's Day, uh, I think 2012 was a Sunday, and you had a gentleman there um, from some mission trips in Russia or something like that, and he shared a sermon yes. and uh, did an altar call, and like 50 to 100 people went down, and, and I could feel the Holy Spirit tugging on my heart. He's like, you need to get down there. You know, right now, you need to give your life back to me and, and let people know this is what you're going to do. And I didn't do it. I was too scared. I stayed sitting in my chair and regretted it afterwards, and I came down the next week, and and you were preaching. And I thought, okay, Pastor Ed's going to do an altar call. This time I'm going to get up in front of everybody. I'm going to go down there and, you know, give my life back to Jesus. And you didn't get an altar call. You said, all right, if anybody, you know, needs to give their life to the Lord, sit in your chair and raise your hand. Like, no, 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 this isn't how it's supposed to happen. I have to go down there. And so <laughs> I it again, I was like, well, uh, you know, if I'm not going down there, then I'm not going to do it. And, you know, you, you sat there and you're like, there's somebody else. There's somebody else here that, you know, the Holy Spirit's talking to you. And now's the time. And so I finally raised my hand and gave my uh, life back to Jesus on, uh, I think it was the 8th next sunday 2012 and um i found through grace fm also um calvary chapel brighton and pastor paul up here and started going there and got plugged in up here and uh now god's got me serving in several ministries in our church up here and uh he cleaned up my language he got rid of the drugs and the alcohol and everything and and he totally turned my life around um he's Since then, sent me down to Haiti on some mission trips the past three years. And, uh, you know, like I said, serving in church up here. And um, actually got engaged a few weeks ago to a young lady I go to church with there as well. And so um, he's, you know, got me on the right track now. And it's awesome. And a lot of it is thanks to your guys' radio station.
2: That's awesome. That's great.
4: Thank you you for taking the time to share that. that Thank you. Well, no problem. All right, Thanks bro, so and uh, keep it up.
2: All right, God bless you, man. Bye bye.
4: You, you too. Bye
2: bye. it's so encouraging to hear uh, the the simplicity of technology, and the power of God's word. Did you know that the Bible speaks of itself as powerful, and living, sharper than two, any two edged sword? That the Holy Spirit inspired Paul to write that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation for everyone that believes, for the Jew first, but also for the Greek. And it's just a, a wonderful thing to hear how uh, God is using radio in, in people's lives. And now this brother's getting married, getting plugged in at, up at Calvary in Brighton, Colorado, and growing like crazy. Man. What, what else is there except for heaven? You know, people getting saved and lives being changed. Unbelievable. We're coming up on the end of the show today. Again, welcome everyone from Truth FM. Uh, we'll give you a shout out from time to time, Hope FM, uh, and all the, all the folks that, that you know, are um, now a part of the Calvary Live family. Uh, pray for us. Pray that the Lord would use us, uh, that this show would start to permeate your community and that the Holy Spirit will lead us and Jesus will be glorified. And as we talk about the things of the Lord, as we pray together, as we lift our family members up to, to heaven, we storm the throne room of grace together, God answers our prayers. Uh, he answers. This is no... This isn't something that, you know, people accuse believers of make-believe. This is, I'm, this is not make-believe. This... like like what you just heard this brother share his testimony, my testimony, like like what's happening in my life is not make-believe. It's dynamic power of God. And I want you to know that God is ready to work in your life. Uh, He is ready to save. He is ready to rescue. You that are smoking pot right now, he's ready to deliver you from the addiction. You that are listening drunk right now, he wants to remove from you. You that are plotting sin, maybe in the midst of a an adulterous relationship, or you know, in flirting at work, or already planning to leave your spouse or abandon your kids. Yeah, I know it's shocking to hear these things, but there are people that are in there right now. They're they're processing right now, and you just need to know that God loves you. And he loves your family, and He wants what's good for you, not bad. He He has a desire to save you. He doesn't want to discipline you, uh, but He will. He doesn't want to see the pain of sin, but he'll allow it. He wants his. The Bible says that God's heart is is on, his patience is for salvation. He wants to rescue. He wants to save you, not just eternally, but like right now. He wants to save you right now. He wants to change you right now. You guys in jail and prison, listening, and your wife, like, man, what what's going to happen when I get out? God is going to be with you when you get out, and you're going to be a different man, a different woman. You that are laying in a hospital bed or, you know, like our brother in out east as he's wrestling with recovery after an accident. um, Man, the the Lord wants to encourage you. He wants to minister to you. Uh, He he wants to remind you he is faithful. It was Robert and Elizabeth. Love you guys, man. I just count it a privilege to serve you. I can't believe uh, that I get to do this, and I'm just so grateful. Love you guys. Stay close to Jesus. He's our only hope.
0: You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.